You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with Jesse Sanchez stepping in for Thomas Harding here at the winter meetings talking about the Colorado Rockies. Love doing the podcast in person, um, and we get to do that here at the winter meetings. First of all, thanks for stepping in and uh, putting your Colorado Rockies hat on here. Of course, I'll never be Thomas Harding. He's one of a kind. <laughs> He's one of a great guy, great reporter, but uh, I'm happy to fill in for the Rockies. You've kind of been doing that here through the winter meetings, and it's an interesting uh, offseason for a team that obviously got back to the postseason in 2017 even if it was only for for just one game um, but they've they've been busy they knew they had to find relief help because they lost a lot of guys that were keys to that team that got to the postseason and they've done that they've agreed to a uh, a deal with Brian Shaw a three-year deal um, 27 million dollars is the report is he the closer can he be their closer um, why not? I mean, yeah. obviously they lost uh, Holland's a free, Greg Holland's a free agent, Jake McGee's a free agent, uh, Pat Neshek signed with the Phillies, I think. And so talking to the Rockies over the past couple of days, they really said filling that bullpen, filling the back end of that bullpen is a priority. Also catching, they filled catching. They signed Chris Ayanetta, a former Rocky from you know, yeah. once upon a time. So uh, I really do think it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Shaw. Talking to some of the Indians people, they said, we lose Shaw. That's like losing two guys. He led the, you know, the club in innings every year. He's a major league leader in innings, like three of the last four years, like holds records for the Indians. I mean, it's a major acquisition for the Rockies. He's a guy that was obviously the, the huge part of that Indians uh, bullpen that was so powerful with Andrew Miller and Cody Allen. Cody Allen being the closer, Miller being the jack of all trades, and Shaw was just kind of Mr. Reliable. Um, do you think part of this decision, maybe he wanted the shot to, hey, I've been a great part of this great team, but I've always been kind of that eighth inning guy. Maybe he wants the shot to close games out. Why not? I mean, I haven't had a chance to speak right. with him, but uh, I think every player wants their chance to shine. I mean, it's not anything selfish. They just want to challenge themselves, and maybe he goes into the closer's role, and that's his next challenge. He's pitched for playoff teams. He's pitching the World Series. He's been around great pitchers and great pitching coaches. Maybe he really wants to, you know, be the guy who shuts it down, and, you know, shutting it down could be the eighth inning or it could be closing. And of course, it's in Colorado, which makes it certainly interesting. Do you think there's any concern? You mentioned the playoff runs and leading the, the team in, in innings out of that bullpen for, for years in Cleveland. Any concerns if you're the Rockies about just wear and tear and the fact that he has thrown that much in recent years? Right, that's a, that's a great question. And spending the past few days with the Rockies for an office, uh, they're pretty diligent. You know, yeah. uh, you ask them questions and, you know, they have thought processes on every single player. So there's no way they could make this kind of commitment to Shaw without doing all the background, without the physicals, with all the, without the MRIs, because, uh, I mean, it's a three-year deal, not a one-year deal. Right. So they need him to continue to be this guy who was a star for the Indians in Colorado. So, I mean, I don't anticipate, you never know what's going to happen with an arm. I mean, these, these guys have been pitching since they were 11 years old, pretty much, and who knows what's going to happen. But uh, I, I don't think the Rockies are concerned about his health at all. Late on Tuesday night, the Colorado Rockies took care of business as far as the back end of that bullpen three-year deal with Brian Shaw, and then they didn't waste any time after that. Wednesday morning, we get the news that they've agreed to a deal with a guy they're very familiar with, and right. that is Jake McGee. Lefty, pitched for him last year. They're happy to have him back. Right, you nailed it. Workhorse. And he's a guy who they targeted. Greg Holland's a free agent. No, Nishek signed with another team, and they were able to bring McGee back. I know that organization feeling really good about themselves. He's proven himself. 
he burns those innings and uh, with a bullpen I mean you can't stress how important it is especially in that tough division in the West. How about the fact that almost all the moves now we're seeing this week it's bullpen bullpen bullpen. Right. Someone on the, on the lobby here told me there's something like 50 relievers on the bullpen and they're slowly starting to come off. So I think we're seeing the relief. This is I don't know if this is the reliever winter meetings yeah. or not. <laughs> But uh, we're seeing some action and it's, it's definitely in the bullpen. The other question mark was outfield first base and, and Ian Desmond was the big signing a year ago here at the winter meetings. Um, he can do both of those things. I feel like they'd maybe rather keep him in the outfield. So where do you think they kind of look first baseman wise and, and what does that there were rumors about Carlos Santana that's going to cost a lot of right. money in years where do you think they look to fill that hole you know I think Mark Reynolds did a pretty good job last right. year for those guys yeah. and uh, um, they see him as a first baseman he's obviously can hit in that ballpark uh, he's been around he's a veteran presence so that's definitely something they somebody yep. they would consider you're right about the Carlos Santana I mean he's not going to come cheap um, and he deserves it he's had a pretty good run and now he's a free agent and it's time to you know maximize your opportunity. Um, but I really do think they they focus on the bullpen, sealed up the catcher, and now the focus is going to be on first base or outfield. And I don't think they've completely shut the door on Carlos Gonzalez. Interesting. And obviously, he just wrapped up a big contract with the Rockies. Um, he's coming off maybe for their benefit at this point. He's coming off a down year. There's right. no question. It wasn't the cargo that we're used to seeing over the years. Um, does that make it more likely that they can bring him back? Because I would think Carlos Gonzalez probably wants a one year deal reprove himself and then go from there which maybe is perfect for what the Rockies need right now. Right. And that's a very interesting question for him and his agent Scott Boris like are they seeking a multi year deal and would he get that multi year right. deal and you know how great would it be for this guy to sign a one year deal back home maybe re you know prove himself again and then maybe go back on the market you know and seek, yeah. seek one more big deal. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how he, you know where he lands and how many years he's seeking. But I think the one year deal is pretty realistic. It'll be interesting to see in that outfield as they get guys back as well. Uh, David Dahl missed a lot of time. He was kind of coming into his own as a young player. They do have a young prospect Ryan McMahon who made his debut last season. We'll see how much he can factor in. So there's other pieces within the organization as well as this team has a better system and better prospect pipeline going right now than they had in years past. How about the pitching set? We talked about the bullpen. Mm -hmm. But the amazing thing about this Rockies organization right now I think is that we're not talking about the need for better starting pitching because they have all these talented young arms. They lost Tyler Chatwood. He left. He signed with the Cubs and they still have this nice core of young starting pitchers. Right. Guys like Herman Mar Marquez Sensatella you know these these young arms that they feel confident about and I think you nailed it sitting in there with the general manager with members of the front office they're not even talking about starting pitching they're really content with where they are obviously these guys kind of want to take the next step and advance and grow but I think one another thing they really mentioned is we talk a lot about how hard it is the pitching course field though how the ball flies and maybe pitchers don't want to go there but the sentiment I get talking to these guys is if you make your pitches you're going to be okay. I mean, they had some pretty good pitchers in Colorado last year. They made their pitches, and I think that's universal. If you make your pitches at any ballpark, whether it's a hitter's park like Colorado, Phoenix, uh, Texas, you're going to be okay. And I think having a guy like Bud Black as a manager, former pitcher, former pitching coach, you know, I think just the knowledge and kind of trickles down to his guys. I mean, I wouldn't say he's like the veteran presence in there, like an older player who just 
you know, sits these guys down and tells them. He has too many responsibilities to do that. But I think if you're a pitcher and you have this guy sitting three feet from you and ask him, hey, how would, how would you do this? My, this pitch isn't working. Well, how would you approach this? I mean, I think that's invaluable to have Bud Black in that dugout with these young guys. We had Bud Black here uh, earlier in the week, and it's just a calming influence he kind of has when you talk with him. And I, and I asked him about the division, which is obviously so good. All three teams, both wild cards, plus the Dodgers who went to the World Series in that division. And I asked him about being part of that, and he said, do I like it? No. <laughs> I don't like it, but it's a it's a challenge uh, that they embrace, and it seems like he has changed the mindset of that team in one year. The way when you look at other organizations, when Buck Showalter went to Baltimore, certain managers go into a team and they're able to kind of change the everything, and, and it seems like Bud Black did that in Colorado. He did, and right, from right off the bat, I mean, I'm based in Phoenix, so I saw these guys, they share a spring training complex right. with the D-backs. They're always at Chase Field, and you can just see that calming influence that Bud has on these guys, and uh, he's their mentor. I think, I don't know if they call him a friend, because he's their boss, right? But he's been so instrumental in the development of these young players, I mean, he's been there, done that, and he just has this approach where He's, he's just a teacher out there. I mean, even if, as a reporter, you're sitting in his media session and, and he's going over different scenarios. He's talking about his time with the Angels or he's talking about pitching in Kansas City. And you're just absorbing all that knowledge. So I can only imagine what it's like to be a player and have access to a guy like that. Great stuff, Jesse. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Rockies edition. For Jesse Sanchez, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.